from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. We'll explore great jazz classics, including many from the beloved Great American Songbook, during our first hour. And then, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. will be my traditional What's New, the new release hour, as we check out what today's contemporary artists are up to with a raft of new releases. That's Open Sky, Sundays from 2 until 4 p.m. with your host, Willard Jenkins, on your station for jazz. You know, nowadays it seems like there's a lot of bad things going on, and I guess a lot of it, from the way I see it, seems to still stem from lack of feelings on our parts is, is how we relate or communicate with our fellow brothers and sisters. Hatred is a feeling, love is a feeling. Let's hate all that does not allow us to love. And we can do that just by getting to know each other and talking to the people. Who can you turn to to tell your troubles? Tell them to. You can't go around wondering what it is you gotta do. You gotta be ready and willing and willing to make a move. Nobody can push you if you don't want to move. You suffer, cry, and hate, and live the American way. Fly the hateful skies of America, fly the American way. Gotta talk to the people. Yeah. All right. Uh, Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. And here we go. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Chip. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Snow day. Yes. <laughs> we haven't had too many of those in uh, in recent years, but uh, we're certainly having one today and yes, we have today. one earlier this week. Yeah. The snow is upon us, which brings up a topic of discussion this morning because uh, a lot of people have been working from home. And you know who you know, who love to be out to sit at sit in the window and watch the snow fall while they <laughs> while they're doing their job, mm -hmm. but um, but at the at the at the beginning of the year, many many companies are demanding that those workers come back into the office. You know, uh, and you know this this workers across America. You know, the employers are demanding that they come back to the office, despite many, many studies showing uh, increased productivity, you know, from such workers. Mm -hmm. And um, the question is, you know, why are employers so resistant, you know, to this and trying to force these folks back into the office? Uh, this morning, I'd like to get y'all's thoughts about that because it may be affecting you. You may be trying to make that decision. What's, what's startling is that a lot of folks 
you know, a, a, a whole bunch of folks uh, being, being polled will say, listen, if they're going to do that, then I'm going to start looking for another job. Okay, right. You know? And so, um, once again, you know, workers across America working from home are now being, you know, forced to come back to the office uh, under the guise that the, the pandemic is over. As, as as the numbers rise. <laughs> exactly. As we get back into that again. I think, you know, my, my feeling is, I mean, what, what, uh, what companies tout is that they lose productivity because people aren't in, in the same space together, that, that uh, lack of synergy. But I think what really pushes this and drives this is middle management. Um, because if workers can work unsupervised by that middle layer of management, mm. then there's no need for them. So I think mm. that's where this comes from. You know, the people at the top, they manage their own time. Uh, but the feeling has always been that the workers at the bottom need somebody to crack the whip, you know, to... Oh. to and need somebody to, control, to play with. Huh? To control their time. That's the whole reason of that middle management layer. And if, if workers can actually get the job done, in a, you know, more efficiently without that middle layer, then then that middle management, you know, is, are the ones that push this. We need to get everybody back in the office because without them, there's no reason to have me, you know. And, look, and, and middle management, you know, are being compelled by the companies to, be there because they're management. Mm -hmm. So you know you you you're the manager, but you go to the office and nobody's there. Uh, no nobody to boss around. No no no, no chit chat. You know, right? Uh, no human interaction. But well, I, I I don't I don't think they would mind that, but I think that they know after a while somebody's going to say, well, "Why do we have them if if, <laughs> if they're just hanging out alone in the office?" You know that's. That's a salary that that you know can can pay for three or four or a dozen workers underneath them. We can cut that from the budget. Well, that's why it's such a head scratcher because all studies suggest that working from home has been uh, has shown an increase in productivity. You know, for those workers, um, it's definitely benefiting the employees when you think about. You know, commuting costs and mm -hmm. having to, you know, prepare a lunch every day and uh, child care. Dry uh, cleaning, all that stuff. Yeah, all of that. And in fact, if, you know, the, by not having to do those things, that's almost like getting a raise, mm -hmm. you know, because that's money that you don't have to put into the the, the, the bus meter or the, the, the cab or whatever, you know, so... Uh, but there's also an issue about the vacant buildings, you know, and real estate values. Right. You know, you got these companies spending millions, you know, annually for these buildings. And, uh, you know, half the floor is vacant. So, you know, and they can't get out of their lease. So, mm -hmm. so, so they say, all right, well, let's, we're going to bring everybody back, you know, and bring it back to the good old days. Well, the good old days... You know, aren't weren't that productive. So anyhow, we'd like to hear what you folks think about this. You know, um, perhaps you're in that kind of situation where uh, you've been commuting from home, and now they're saying, "Well, you know, uh, now the new year's here. We're going to 
require people to come into the office. Uh, some are offering hybrid solutions, you know, come to the office at least a few days a week and while doing the thing at home. And some employers are offering that kind of option. But uh, once again, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, you know, to the workforce um, because of those productivity numbers. You know, uh, they just, they're too positive to ignore. So give us a call, 202-588-0893. Snow day in the DMV. Mm-hmm. Are you taking that day off? Um, or, or are you fortunate enough to be working from home? So you can go sledding with the kids, you know, and, um, uh, you know, give us your thoughts about it. And if you, if, if this is affecting you, we'd like to hear about that too. You know, what, what are your plans? You know, what are, what, what actions are you taking? Are you going to look for another job? You know, um, are you going to try to ride it out or, you know, or just go back to the office? All right, 202-588-0893. That's the number for community watch and comment. Um, you know, it's, it's it's interesting because that kind of uh, productivity and benefits for the workers, uh, you know, seems to be overshadowed, um, you know, by these other factors you know um i remember when elon musk you know demanded that his workers come back to the office and right. all that created a big hoopa you know mm-hmm. um and of course uh, like i said the, the cost i mean you know it, dude, coming to work and having to get child care and all that stuff right yeah i, I, of, I think like with elon musk i mean it's sent it stems from you know, some companies they have a culture that 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 uh, believes that your frontline ordinary workers can't be trusted. You know that they they have to be micromanaged. You know that's and and the idea of letting them uh, control their time uh, to its best efficiency at home. They don't believe it. You know, they think everybody's at home. Eating bonbons, watching <laughs> daytime soaps, and none of the work is getting done. Even though they can see on the outcome that the work is getting done and, and more efficiently, they still hold that old school mindset that you know, like the factory worker, you got to be on top of these guys or they'll the salt mine. Right? They, yeah, they won't, they won't work. You know, two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Working from home. Going back to the office, uh, give us your thoughts about that. You know, should employees be, employers be forcing their workers back, you know, to the office space? And um, and uh, and should workers resist, mm-hmm. you know? And there's also growing sentiment for a, uh, a four-day work week. Uh, that seems to be gaining in, uh, a, a, a lot of popularity. People, you know, want, to, want a little more time, you know? Right. Well, I mean, if you, if you look at this trend, like we were talking, you know, a few few weeks ago, that uh, that upper management and owner level has seen an increase in their their income, you know, three hundred fifty times, mm. uh, while the frontline workers have been stagnant. And uh, if if they're not going to pay them more than this, is one way of of balancing that scale a little bit is giving them. T- time off, you know, with the same uh, 
benefits than salary, you know, because they they have increased efficiency. So right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The company is more productive. Um, it's just uh, doing it uh, in a different way. Right. Uh, it's, it's an experiment that is working, actually. Uh, so going back to that, you know, what is what is listen? Also, what does that mean for the environment? You know, people commuting, you know, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, firing up those uh, gas guzzlers. Um, you know, catching the bus and the trains and so on and so forth. So there are a lot of a lot of benefits to allowing people to work from home. Uh, and, and the other thing too, let's be clear, these companies uh, impose you know very tight protocols on uh, those productivity uh, issues. You know, in other words, you can't just go sit at home and do nothing. Okay, they they got reports that they have to, to issue out uh, right. performance. You know, uh, reports. You know, what did you accomplish today, sort of thing. Um, but you know, some people say, well, you know, going going back to the office. You know, hey, it's it's we've been doing it all these years. Why why change now? All right, 202 um, You know, if you're in that situation, you know, are you going to resist coming back to the office? Uh, are you going to look for another job? Uh, some even say, hey, well, you know what? I'll take a pay cut <laughs> if, you, if you allow me to continue to work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it's a... Uh, and I know in D.C. where, you know, real estate is office real estate is at a premium. Uh, these these companies are, you know, they got vacant buildings that they're dealing with and they're trying to repopulate them with employees. So um, but, you know, what, what, what do you say, folks? What, what, what are your thoughts out there? Uh, what, what would you advise someone to do if they were uh, confronted with this decision? You know, 202-588-0893. Go back to work in the office, find another job, offer a, to take a pay cut. If you get allowed to stay at home and continue to do what you do, you know, what are your thoughts? All right, so let's go to the phones, uh, 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Welcome to uh, Community Watching Comment Friday edition. Happy snow day, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, good morning. You can hear me on speaker. It's like a postcard out there. It is. It's very nice. Um, So I'm a medical massage therapist. And I see people from all over DMV. And uh, COVID has produced a hybrid worker. Mm. And trust me, it is about money. It's about leasing. And these big companies, they don't lease annually. They have like five, ten-year leases. Okay, so that's a lot of money <laughs> they got to pay for. So they definitely want those people back in. But, uh, you know, a lot of the hybrid people, when COVID first hit, you know, a lot of people had to, who had, you know, office work, had to do these sort of like crazy makeshift, you know, at-home office spaces that were truly janky. You work in that <laughs> you got you do something in the corner of your bedroom, you you making something <laughs> on the couch on the laptop. And so people who had this work life balance now, like I got a little time, I can go get a massage, you know? 
And so um, I got heavily into this ergonomics. Like, okay, you take a picture. Show me what your, your place looks like. So anyway, what I'm saying is that um, people have discovered, like, God, I've been working like a slave. My neck is mm-hmm. always hurting. You know, I didn't have any time for my kids. It was just an extracurricular. But now that you get your work done, you're like, hey, I can go ride my bike. I can see a movie. I can, you know, whatever. You know, it just really opened up your life and said, you know what? I'm going to have to work like a dog every day. And people are not trying to give that up. They don't care about them leases. That's the, that's the employer's problem. Right. That's right. To be honest, because the leases are already paid, putting people in is just window dressing. You know, that's, you know, that, <laughs> that's something to make them feel better. But, it, you know, whether they're there or not, you know, they're still paying for the lease. I mean, it's like... Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned um, the time issue, you know, having some free time now uh, as, as opposed to being stuck in traffic going down 95, you know, at the end of the day or even coming in in the morning. That's right. a rough commute. 66, rough commute. Right. You know, Unpa- unpaid time. Unpaid, <laughs> exactly. In fact, you, in fact, it's costing you because you got to pay for that, that gasoline yeah, you know, that absolutely. Car absolutely. And the irony is, you know, I'm not an office worker, so I don't get paid until I go into an office. But um, oh, did we lose it? Did we lose it? I'm still here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So she brought us some interesting points. Two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Oh, we got it back. I'm still here. Okay. Oh, there we yeah, go. Okay, good. Is there anything else you'd like to add, um, you know, about uh, uh, you know, this situation? Uh, should, should workers resist? Well, you know, it all depends on the worker. I mean, let's be clear. There's a grouping of people like myself. I, I can't do what I do virtually. There's some people can only do a job unless they go into a job. Right. So there mm-hmm. is no hybrid work for us. You know what I mean? So even that, even the decision to have the option to quit in and of itself is a luxury. So we need to mm-hmm. be clear about that as well, you know. Um, but, yeah, like I said, either way, it's good for my business, whether you stay in the office and your neck is janky <laughs> or, you get, or you work at home and your neck is janky. It doesn't really matter for me. But I, could, I can just not quit my job, you know. All right. Well, thanks for contributing this morning. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Good you too. Enjoy your, enjoy your snow day. Thank you. <laughs> 202-588-0893. And you know, some workers, some blue collar workers, for example, the truck drivers and the delivery drivers and the, and the, the people that, you know, have blue collar jobs who don't have an office to go to, they actually work at a plant, you know, or, uh, or, or work at a, a an outlet that requires them to be there. You know, they don't have that option. Um, so this kind of, I would say this primarily affects office workers. Um, but, you know, uh, that, that trickle down thing, you know, well, that four day work week, for example, you know, that's a, you know, that's a, 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 a something that all classes of workers could benefit from. You know, I know if you, if you want to work five days, that's 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 your prerogative. 
<clears throat> but but having that option, you know, to work a four day week, uh, you know, could be look, could be very beneficial to your mental health. <laughs> All right. 202-588-0893. Going back to the office now that the pandemic is um, unofficially over. Uh, is your employer forcing you to get back into the office uh, full time or, or as a hybrid? Uh, you're going to have to come in at least two or three days a week, at least. <laughs> Give us a call. Share your story. Share your thoughts. 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is Nana Boache calling from George's County. I am a, uh, a contributor to WPFW. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think that uh, Chip and Ron, you have some very important points. Uh, Chip was talking about the mentality the uh, employers these days, it's the same mentality that plantation owners had during the enslavement period. Work out of you as possible and pay you, spend as much on you, keep that to a minimum. That's, that's the way that the federal minimum wage hasn't been been raised in I don't know how long. I think it's still $7.50 an hour. Mm. You can't, or a single person can't live on that these days. Certainly not in the DMV. You know um, that mentality, getting squeezing the workers to the to the maximum is what's driving uh, not only this this fallback office, but it drives the whole system. So they don't they don't want electronic slaves, they want physical slaves. <laughs> we we want to see you. you Until know? they can we replace want... you with an electronic slave, which is what the uh screenwriters guild has been fighting uh against. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they once they produce imagery, then um that can be archived and then they you, they can use AI to manipulate that. There's thing online the other day about uh, yeah, what it was, but uh, a, a character being done guy of somebody who's been dead. Mm -hmm. The capitalist, yeah, the capitalist that's that's a that's a real danger. Yeah, the capitalist system is about maximizing profit, which means you got to minimize expenses. Is the most right, hey. is labor. You can't do a whole lot about the skills and supplies, but labor can be hurt. All right. Hey, thank you for your call, man. Thanks for sharing. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity. Bye. Have a good weekend. Yes, sir. 202-588-0893. You know, it's... Uh, I guess it was the, he made reference to about the plantations, you know, and um, you know it, they, like I say, they 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 want to control your movements. You right. Know, they want to control, you know, uh, your environment. 
You know, and like you said, Chip, earlier about the lack of trust, you know. Right, they don't trust, yeah. Well, you know, if I got to come in, you got to come in. Right. Yeah. That sort of thing. All right, this morning we're talking about um, getting back into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first of the year, many companies are saying, you know, employees who have been working at home and, and telecommuting and such will will be forced or compelled you know, to get back to the office, uh, either full-time or part-time, you know, in a hybrid situation. Right. What do your folks think about that? You know, do you, would, would, you know, would you change jobs? You know, would you consider uh, going back to the office full-time? Is that, is that an option for you? Yeah. 202-588-0893. Let's get back to the phones. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Hey, good morning, fellas. How's it uh, Happy Friday. Same to you, I just want to, real quick, I want to, you know, chime in. I, 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 didn't, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch everything that was said. Uh, but clearly this is planned. This is, you know, this economy is all about economics, of course. So it benefits, <coughs> it benefits those who are in power, your politicians, as well as your business leaders. So by you coming in, like uh, I think it was the guy Chip who said it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 when you when you you laid out the list of everybody who benefits the 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 restaurant industry, Metro, Uber, parking attendance, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 factor all that stuff in. That's a lot of revenue uh, uh, generated over the year annually. So they they the city, the government knows this. So they're pushing, they're pushing, you know, uh, uh, people like normal people, normal workers to get back in office to push, to get that revenue. But it's a slave culture. It's a slave system. You know, it's, it's, we've been, we've been, we, we've been duped, you know, to be honest, we've been duped and we, uh, I'm, I'm back in office now. I was one day a week. Now it's, it's three days a week, you know, uh, and today is one of those days, you know, snow and all. <laughs> snow and all, huh? Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a slave culture, you know, honestly, and I think that's what one of your uh your regular, I mean, one of your, your last caller uh, alluded to. But you know, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Say you don't want to leave your job. I mean, did you did you consider leaving the job once you were once you were informed that you're gonna have to be back in there? Well, no, nah, I'm not. You know, I I do IP. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a pretty decent job. Uh, I'm not you know, considering quitting at all because it, it, it pays kind of well, but still it's, I'm, I'm still on a hamster wheel, you know, like everybody mm. else. And I see it. I see, you know, once they, once they, uh, first they, 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 they say stay home. They told us they, they actually, they, they demand that we stay home. Demanded. That's you know? right. They demand it. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, uh, they, now they got to get the economy back rolling, which it is. But they got to get it back. They got to get it back like it was, and they demanded that everybody come back in. So you really don't have a say. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and you guys speak a lot about dictatorship on your program. I mean, this is what it is. It really is. You know, it's it's beneficial to the to the employers and the employee. You know, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of space in this building, the building that I work in, that's empty. Yeah, and that saves. Is it that, that, that saves somebody's paying? 
it, it saves the bottom line, though. If you if you can cut like my floor has at least six floors in this building, if mm-hmm. you can if if you can eliminate four, that's a lot of revenue. You you your bottom on your bottom line. That's a yeah. lot of revenue, and ev- and everybody work from home and come in at least once a week or twice a week. I mean, come on. I mean, you can save it. It, it, it it's beneficial. It's very beneficial. So you know, I say all that. I don't want to take up too much time, but I say all that to say, you know, uh, it's a slave culture, and 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 we're we're just we're on the hamster wheel, like you know, you call us on that hamster wheel. I like that. On that hamster yeah. wheel, I can <laughs> I can I can see that. <laughs> I can visualize that right now. Thank you for your contributions this morning. Sure. Thank you, fellas. Have a good one. All right. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Thank you. On that hamster wheel. Okay. 202-588-0893. Getting back to the office. Um, trepidations. You know, the, the, the pandemic, you know, is still out there. I mean, the the the, the various, you know, diseases and, and, and ailments that, circulating in the general population well yeah they're still out there do we go back to masks again you know and of course a lot of every nobody wants that you know but you know as these uh infection rates increase you know will they be rethinking about hey we're getting people back into the office environment i know even at the radio station you know we have to be cognizant about uh you know uh crowds coming in things like that um you know because you know this it's a public place right all right 202-588-0893 give us a call share your thoughts uh this morning we're discussing uh working from home versus working in the office um for those of you who have that choice well great but uh many employees are, are being forced back you know, and uh, with with trepidation, okay? And you save a lot of money, you know, working from home. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. You know, I could be, you know, hundreds of dollars a week. You know, when you think about parking and you think about the gasoline and, you know, you think about buying lunch and, and then you got to sit in traffic for an hour and a half trying to get back up 66 or... <laughs> Or down ninety five, which which is a parking lot after four o'clock, you know, and um, and that ain't no fun, you know. Look, people have to take prescription drugs to calm themselves mm-hmm. to deal with that commute. So that's another that's another thing. Medical medical costs, you know, right. of, of of being in there every day, having that anxiety. Two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. I believe we have another caller, so let's go right to him. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Good morning. Hi, I've been Good listening morning. to you and uh, everybody that's jumped on. I'm actually recovering from COVID right now, and so I'm thinking a lot about um, just what we've been through collectively, how all of us have been forced back into society while you know, we're going through the second biggest wave right now. And so Mm -hmm. I heard some other callers talking about, um, you know, what can we really do? And, um, you know, I'm hearing us talk a lot about the money side of things, but um, I do think that there's a lot that we can do. I think conversations like this are important. Um, There's also quite a lot of people um, that are still COVIDing. They're online, they're organizing, they're trying to get the proper... um, equipment in place in schools, in office buildings, so that 
we're not going back into an environment where we're getting sick. And as well, there's a lot of protections under the ADA that you can look into if you are sick or if you're not able to go back in. Um, and I know that these online communities are trying to get more for people. So um, we don't have to accept this and we shouldn't accept this because I think it was just last week that the WHO was talking about um, like the next pandemic, uh, pandemic X or whatever they called it, where it's basically like this is going to be a part of our lives going forward. So mm. are we just going to make money for these people that don't care whether we live or die? As I said, mm. I'm recovering right now. And like the level of exhaustion that I feel, this is my first time getting COVID. And everybody I've talked to about it when I'm like, I'm so tired. They're like, yeah, this is a part of it. This is going to be the next mm -hmm. couple weeks of your life, you know, at least. And when I imagine us out there, like having to work and act, we're pretending if you're out here acting like you're, you know, the same old, same old, and you're feeling how I'm feeling, it's exhausting. And there should definitely be accommodations there. And it's a shame that we're being forced back to work. And, you know, it, it also puts you at risk. Uh, puts other people at risk because you know there's always that person that's, that has the has the COVID or whatever, you know, right. RSV or whatever. And how I'm going to work, I it's just a cold, right? You know, right? Absolutely, because we're not being encouraged to test to the same level, so people don't want to test. There's no incentive to test, so it's like, and really, who wants to know? Because at the end of the day, you know, they talk about this as a respiratory illness. This is an airborne cardiovascular illness. And so the issues that people have afterwards, the heightened risk of heart attack and stroke and all of this stuff that we're seeing. And it's like, wow, that's crazy that, you know, so-and-so dropped dead or whatever. And it's like, no, they don't, they have dismantled the infrastructure to be able to measure this in order to force us back to work and not have to think about what we're doing to our bodies, what we're doing to our communities. They don't care. They care about this quarter's profits, and that's it. That bottom line. That's mm. it. Yep. So well, well, thanks for sharing your story. We're we glad have. that you're recovering. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping that I'll be okay. But again, back-to-back <laughs> -back infections. It's, you know, every time you get infected, you know, your risk increases. So the fact right. that we're not mm -hmm. even talking about that, we've got to not only talk about it well, we've got to resist by using the things that we have in place as far as protections through the ADA and also, um, you know, just getting, getting online, finding the different people in our local community that can uh, help us organize and get some more protections in place. Thank you very, very, very much. All good suggestions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Have a good weekend. And you know, Chip, Don, that's a, you know, how, how was that workplace uh, prepared? Right. You know, yeah. for to accept, you know, large you know, amounts of people again. You know, are, are they gonna are they are they gonna in, you know insist that masks be worn because right. if you have one or two individuals going in and and infect the whole dog on floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you're going to lose productivity that way too. Well, those build those buildings with their HVAC. I mean, they were they were set up for heating and air conditioning. You know, and <laughs> they didn't have the same kind of you know HEVA filters and and you know the the uh, underpinnings to to stop the spread of a a virus. You know, so I mean that's that's part of the issue too. I mean, you look at at schools. I mean, many schools they have the same you know HVAC systems they had when they were first you know, built, you know, exactly 50 years ago. 
So it's like, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a conundrum. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a conundrum. You know, and uh, uh, and people have a right to be concerned um, and fearful. You know that they're going to go back into an environment that's uh, that's not ready. You know, that's that's just not healthy. Um, and of course, you know, our older workers are you know more susceptible to you know getting right. these these things these 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 ailments with greater and, impact uh, on them too. Yes, yes, um, physically and financially. Right, two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Company is your company forcing you to go back to work in the office? Are you resisting? Are you looking for another job? You know, uh, are you doing hybrid? Maybe some people are, are doing hybrid. You know, they come in for three days or so and, mm-hmm. you know, and take off, you know, two days. Um, if, if, if someone has not, not take employer, off, work, work from home, Let's, let's just be yeah, clear. yeah, work, work from home. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Chip. We don't, we don't want to get them in trouble, you know. That's right. <laughs> you know, we don't want to get nobody in trouble. 202-580-0893. What would you do? You know, what are you going to do? Because once again, DC is this whole DMV area is built around offices and, you know, suites. Uh, downtown, you know, DC is uh, full of office buildings, you know, and once again, because of telecommute and such, many are somewhat vacant, uh, despite, you know, being owned by various businesses. Um, But because people are hesitant to come back to work, you know, they've either, you know, adjusted their policy to to force people back, Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or, or or offering them options, you know, uh, it'd be great if the employee offers you an option, you know, and, and would you take a pay cut if that meant, you know, hey, I can work from home, I've, I'll take a pay cut just to let me work from home, you know, that that may be an option for some people, and uh, because it, it does save that worker a lot of money, you know, and a lot of anxiety, uh, you know, when uh, they don't have to, you know, they can fill up the car every day, you know, or get that Uber in or get that Uber out, go buy lunch, you know, uh, just so the boss can look at you and say, okay, he's here, she's here, you know, 202-588-0893, you know, it's a... Uh, and you know, just like the caller, one of the callers say, you know, that he he's making good money. He doesn't want to quit his job, mm-hmm. but you know, he's afraid for his health. Uh, just like the young lady was just saying, you know, she's right. she's afraid for hers. You know, all right, two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Community watching comment. Um, you know, why why are you know why are they why are companies denying? The studies, all the studies keep saying, hey, people working from home are more productive. They're happier. You know, their quality of life improves. That, you know, hey, the plantation don't want that, though, right? That's right. (laughs) Plantation don't want you having an enjoyable experience at work. (laughs) 
All right, we've got another caller. Let's go to it. 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Oh, uh, yes. Have you guys thought about all these uh, viruses, uh, population control? Well, well see, see, that's it's not, yeah, it's not what we think. I mean, you know, it's, but the, all these viruses are out there. Right. Yeah. And these, they, they, and these they, businesses are, you know, disregarding that. Yeah, but I think it's population control. Oh, you know, that's uh, this. Uh, you know, I, well, you, yeah. you, you know, I don't know what to tell you on that one. You know, yeah. I mean, it's you, 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 look the motives. The motives of uh, corporate America are <laughs> anybody's guess, as they say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, thanks for for sharing your perspective yeah. on that. All right, and. Uh, look, before I let you go, are you working in an office right now, or no? Uh, you know, no, I'm outside. I've been outside for since 2007. Okay, all right. Okay, very good. So, thank right. you, man. Thank, appreciate right. it. All right. And see, that's the other issue. You know, some some workers, like you said, work outside. They mm -hmm. you know they don't work in offices. You know, and you know they may not have any sympathy for folks that want to work from home. You know, I, I can't work from home. You know, I got to get out there in that in that field and right. tote that bar, drive know. that bus, okay, lift that bail. Two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Well, uh, yes, sir. Am I on? Yes, you are. Uh, yes, you are. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, good morning to everybody. Good morning. Um, good morning. Yes. Um, uh, you guys always do a, a fantastic job. Um, I, I'd like to say that um, my name is uh, Dean. I, I provide um, inspections, you know, one, um, a variety of a different kind, you know, for uh, homes and buildings and so forth and um when somebody mentioned um, the atmosphere uh in the building where the uh the uh, air ducts are uh kind of old um i think that uh, one one thing that the uh government should do is to um uh just put up the money uh, like they uh, put up the money to um, uh, send weapons and stuff overseas <clears throat> for somebody else, you know, that um, uh, uh, that um, really doesn't need them. Uh, what they, they, that when you say that the uh, the buildings are, are old, uh, the ducks are, are very old because. Um, you know, I provide, you know, one of the things I do is provide mold inspections and so forth. And there's uh, some, such a thing uh, that they, the industry calls building sickness. Mm -hmm. And the, a sick building, yes, sir. Exactly. And um, in my experience, you know, I'm always telling um, people, 
you know, that uh, to get the landlords to uh, clean the air ducts and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, it's a um, simple process, but you have to be feral about it. And I always wonder uh, why, how uh, people uh, that live in uh, some of these older uh, high-rise buildings uh, manage, uh, because the um, what you have to do is basically uh, go to every just about every unit uh, to uh, to treat it and to um, allow the um, uh, the chemicals to thoroughly uh, kill the microbials. Mm-hmm. So what the um, uh, what these managers should do, what the government should do, is uh, to provide uh, feral cleaning and uh, at least uh, to to some level, so that people can be comfortable coming back. Um, right. you know, yeah. uh, instead of carrying, you know, a bottle of, of uh, Lysol, uh, <laughs> you know, to right. spray the room, uh, which is um, uh, only effective, you know, for about um, a couple of hours, and that that's 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 a um, a really a huge operation, but. Uh, these are our people, and so they should mm-hmm. um, certify that the places have been thoroughly cleaned uh, and provide everybody, you know, with some kind of certificate that the work has been done. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, uh, uh, I don't know why that, you know, well, I do know why that. Why? Well, it's money. It we all know money. it's money. <laughs> You know, but uh, that's what that's what people are, are are coming there to work for, so that they can have money. Right. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so basically, um, I don't want to be running off at the mouth, you know. But um, it's, it's it's no, you made some excellent points. Common sense, you know, for yeah, you made some excellent like points right. because that's how Legionnaires' disease was discovered. You know, exactly. In the- Exactly. Yeah, in the vents and of air conditioners. Right. You know, and, and like you said, if these, these buildings are not being cleaned annually like that, and yeah. uh, and, and they're probably not being cleaned, you know, effectively. Right. Right. Or at all. At all. Or yeah, at I, was, all. I was trying to think, when, when's the last time you walked into a building and saw somebody vacuuming <laughs> out an air, an air vent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky. We're lucky if they if they clean the outer face of an air vent. Exactly, exactly. It's a monumental process. So if they if they want people to be well um, and and be comfortable uh, with um, uh, getting a certificate that it has been done, right. you know, um, all of us are worth it. You know, so somebody. Somebody once joked uh, about <clears throat> how how impossible it is. You see in these movies like Die Hard and stuff, where where the guy is crawling <laughs> through an air vent, you know, right. in a building. It's like that could never happen. The guy would would choke to death on all the <laughs> dust bunnies and and dirt in that. And the vents always look so clean, bright and shiny. It's like no <laughs> no building ever has a vent that looks like that. 
Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And you know, it also brings up a whole for legal for liability issue because you know, if if the employer is telling you to come back to the office and they've done nothing to, you know, protect mitigate, or right. yeah, to mitigate those issues, yeah, uh, and you get sick, right. you know, who, who's responsible for that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's responsible for that? Yeah. Uh, one, man, he makes it. Yeah, one little more tidbit. Um, there are companies out here that do it, right. but um, but from my experience, you know, the, they uh, <laughs> they have to have somebody uh, that is certified to, to come back and check their work. Right. You know, yes. It, yes. It's it's. And, and when you do your work, by the way, you, you you have to be masked up. You know, I'm, I'm sure you, you know, you don't go into those events without masks and, and other protections. Right, right. right. You know. So anyway, that's, thank that's you, my, sir. That's my yes, sir. Have a good day. Oh yeah, very Have a good weekend. Very you informative. Mm-hmm. And see, then that's what I'm talking about. And I see, that's that's some practical knowledge. He's right. telling us that. You know, as a professional, he does this for a living, cleans ducts and, and, and AC so systems ins- and things. Inspects them, inspects them. Yeah, inspections, right. And, um, you know, the, like I said, the average uh, small companies are not going to put out the money to do that. Big companies don't want to do it, so they're just going to ignore it. Um, and, you know, and I also wonder what the unions have to say about, you know, uh, this issue. Right. Uh you know, do you, you know, because that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother category. People staying home and working from home, um, you know, they're still a member of the union. Um, you know, will the union, you know, protect uh, these mm-hmm. workers, you know, from being forced back into uh, questionable environments? All right, it's uh, 11.49, uh, 202-588-0893. If you'd like to share your thoughts about... Uh, Commuting or coming in for work on a daily basis, getting back on that grind, you know, putting your health at risk. Um, or, or will you resist? Or will you just have to go with the flow? All right, we've got another call, so let's see what they have to say. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the show. Oh, oh okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, you know, two. I got something off subject. I got something off subject. You know, we were talking earlier about it's a snowy day. And it, it reminded me that it's been like 62 years since the the children's book, The Snowy Day, was released. I don't know if you guys remember that. Nope. No, I, don't didn't, I didn't have that at Garfield Elementary. Well, that, that, that <laughs> struck me because, you know, as a kid, that was the first children's picture book that had an African-American as the protagonist. In fact, it won an award in 1963. Uh, the Caldecott Award for Children's Picture Books, but it was the first one that ever had an African-American uh, as the protagonist. It was just about a, a black boy going through his neighborhood on a snowy day when school was out and uh, exploring. And uh, that was a game changer for me as a kid to actually see yourself in, in the books that you read. So yeah, I just wanted to yeah. shout out 62 years of, Ago. 62 years ago, huh? Wow. That, that book came out. Look, look that now you, you see a, 
a black boy right walking through the neighborhood, you know, they'll get profiled. You know, <laughs> no, no matter how old they are. Yeah. You know, eight year old walking down the street, you know, stop and frisk. You know, I'm I'm just going home. My, my, my. Um, all right, folks. Um, we got about four more minutes. Um, I want to want to take this opportunity to thank all those people that made pledges during our end of the year drive. Mm-hmm. You know, because of you, uh, we you know we keep these doors open. Um, WPFW has got you know some future projects. In fact, uh, we will be talking to you more and more about our relocation efforts um, because uh, that's something that's going to happen in in the uh, in twenty twenty four. Right, and uh, we're going to want you to be a part of that. So you'll be hearing more and more about that. Uh, we got some great special programs coming up. You know, go to our website, check out our grid. Got some new shows coming on online. Um, a lot of things going on at PFW, and uh, and and look, and we're doing it with a skeleton crew. That's okay? true. <laughs> because some some of us are working from home. <laughs> some of us are working from home. Exactly. So, uh, you know, once again, be aware of what your rights are out there. You know, if your boss is telling you, hey, well, you got to come back to work five days a week, mm. you know, and if you have a union, you might want to consult with them to see if, you know, if there's something way to, to, to mitigate that demand, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially if you're concerned about your health, if you have your own. And that's another thing, too. You know, a lot of workers have their own individual health issues. You know, you know, uh, yeah, what's the word? Diminished immune systems and such. Right. So going back into these environments could be dangerous, you know, for them. So um, something to think about, folks, you know, as we, uh, you, know, you know, as we get further and further away from uh, uh, the, the pandemic. Look, look, this, the, look the, yeah, yeah, about to say, yeah, that's what they want us to believe. Right. It is. Not, it is not in the rearview mirror. Yeah. As yeah. as as they tell us, we get further and further away from the pandemic. Yeah, but uh, it's it's still out there, folks. And be careful. You know, if you do have to go into the office, you know, you might want to consider going back to that mask. You know, because um, that is your first line of defense. Some might argue about that, but you know, do do what you think is best for you. You know, for your safety. All right, Chip, Don, and, uh, the engineer, thank you very much. Go out there and play in the snow. That's right. Thank Snowy you. day. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy the beauty, you know, while it lasts. It's like a postcard out there. Mm-hmm. And of course, on the roads, be careful. Don't be speeding. You know, nowadays. See y'all next week. Seems like there's a thank lot of you. bad things going on. and. I guess a lot of it, from the way I see it, seems to still stem from lack of feelings on our parts is is how we relate or communicate with our fellow brothers and sisters. Hatred is a feeling, love is a feeling. Let's hate all that does not allow us to love.
WPFW in Washington and WBAI New York. I'm Chris Bangert-Drowns with some brief news headlines. Congress approved a stopgap funding bill yesterday, sending the bill to President Biden for an expected signature and avoiding a partial government shutdown that was due to begin at midnight tonight. The Senate first approved the measure in a 77-18 vote, and the House followed suit later in the day with a 314-108 vote. Nearly all the no votes yesterday were from Republicans. The measure extends current funding levels to early March, giving congressional negotiators more time to iron out full-year funding plans. A small group of far-right House Republicans attempted to force a government shutdown over their demands for deep spending cuts, and that group may seek to derail negotiations again in the coming weeks. Newsroom workers at the Los Angeles Times are staging a one-day walkout today in response to anticipated layoffs as the paper struggles financially. The LA Times Guild called the planned layoffs significant and said today's work stoppage is the first in the paper's 143-year history. Journalists at the paper reported that the layoffs could impact at least 100 journalists, or about 20% of the newsroom. In a statement, the Guild urged LA Times management to negotiate a buyout plan for workers to avoid layoffs, and said it was walking out today in part because management hadn't clarified how many workers might be laid off. The LA Times expressed disappointment at the walkout, but said they, quote, respect their right to strike. Newsrooms in the U.S. have struggled financially for years, as new forms of media and advertising undercut the industry. The racketeering case against Donald Trump, focused on his efforts to overturn Georgia's 2020 election results, could be facing a serious problem. Last week, an attorney for a Trump ally in the case filed a motion accusing Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis of an inappropriate relationship with a special prosecutor, and asking for the RICO indictment to be thrown out and Willis removed from the case. In divorce proceedings, the estranged wife of the special prosecutor has subpoenaed Willis for testimony. Willis called the subpoena, quote, an attempt to harass and damage, and filed a motion to quash it. The Trump ally attorney has yet to provide any evidence of an inappropriate relationship between Willis and the prosecutor, but even the appearance of impropriety could derail the politically sensitive case. The judge in that RICO case ordered a hearing in mid-February to hear evidence that Willis had an improper relationship and mishandled taxpayer funds. The Biden administration announced today that it would forgive nearly $5 billion in student debt for close to 74,000 borrowers. The borrowers who are part of this announcement have either been in repayment on their loans for at least 20 years, or are public servants who have been working for the government or certain nonprofits for at least 10 years. Today's announcement brings the total amount of student debt relief under the Biden administration to over $136 billion for more than 3.7 million borrowers. Consumer advocates have praised the president for his recent actions, but are pressuring him to do more. On the campaign trail, Biden had promised to cancel at least $10,000 of student debt per person. And in Gaza, a near-total communications blackout has now entered its second week with no signs of abating. The lack of internet and cell phone service leaves civilians unable to call for help, 
and leaves aid workers struggling to reach them. Palestinian internet provider Paltel said the blackout is the longest of several that Gaza has experienced since the beginning of the war, and said it was the result of damaged infrastructure in the southern city of Khan Yunus. Yesterday, Politico quoted a White House official who said the Biden administration is pressuring Israel to restore communications. Weather in Washington, D.C. right now is 31 degrees with light snow. In New York City, 30 degrees with light snow. 